Hi, I'm Michael Gary, Editor-in-Chief of Accelerate Magazine and Accelerate24.news. Welcome to the Accelerate Podcast, where you will learn about the latest news and trends involving natural refrigerants and sustainable cooling and heating. Hello, my name is Michael Gary. I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Accelerate Magazine, and we're here at the Atmosphere Europe Conference in Warsaw, Poland. I'm delighted to be with uh, Till Beyer of uh, the Manager Business Development for Guttner Company. And uh, thanks for uh, sharing some time with us today. And um, my question first to you is, what is the main message that you're trying to get across to the industry here at the Atmosphere Europe Conference? Very pleased, Michael. Thank you for having me. And uh, let's say the main message is we're prepared for any natural refrigerant that will occur or uh, will take place in the future. We are dealing with CO2. We are historically dealing with ammonia and as well propane. Um, Maybe there will be some others in the future, but I think these are the three most utilized refrigerants for for the short-term future. And, and your uh, condensers are uh, designed for each of these kinds of natural refrigerants? Yes, condensers as well as air coolers. As, so. as, well, as well as air coolers. Okay. So you're in a good position to judge the development of, for example, the CO2 marketplace because you supply the, the gas coolers that go with those CO2 transcritical systems. So uh, here in Europe, uh, we've seen a lot of development and a lot of growth in the CO2 uh, adoption, but uh, wh- how do you see it from Guttner's perspective, and, ha- and what are you seeing uh, over the next few years, do you think, uh, in the European marketplace? Maybe let me pull out two milestones we had recently, and um, one of them is in, in 2018, we delivered in our main range Vario uh, flat coolers more gas coolers for CO2 than condensers for any HFC. This is one, and uh, in 2017, we reached another milestone, the 1,000th gas cooler for only one end user in the end. So since 2006 now, we are supplying CO2 gas coolers, and I think the development will further on speed up now. So we have seen today how many CO2 transcritical installations um, are installed yet in Europe, and um, I'm, I'm... convinced the development will speed up as we will have uh, the components available as well as trained personnel. Mm-hmm. And um, your adiabatic condensers are, are used in CO2 systems to enable them to be used in warmer climates. So are you seeing more and more installations in warmer parts of, of the European marketplace with these adiabatic units? Definitely. Even in Germany, I see some kind of development in that direction because uh, last year we had uh, ambient temperatures at or above 38 degrees Celsius. So this is a reason for um, utilizing adiabatic systems as well as we have supplied um, gas coolers with and without adiabatic system around the Mediterranean Sea. So ambient temperatures above 40 degrees. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you very much. Pleasure speaking with you. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you.